Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Bottom of the barrel. Hey. Bottom of the barrel. Hey. The barrel is only small. Oh. That's nice here. E-e-e. One, two, one, two. That's good. Uh, check, check, check. Derek is talking. Am I on? How am I doing? How am I doing? I'm doing all right. Yes. Hang on. I got I got I don't. I'm excited. I don't know. What, I didn't do any research. So I'm excited. I have no Good. idea what this podcast is. Yeah. I have no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> We're gay, all right. Oh, oh. <laughs> Yo, that would be. Yeah, yeah. I would be so sad if you yeah. spoiled. I would be like, oh, I'd want to find that out. Just the conversation. All like, right, oh. gay podcast. <laughs> uh, welcome. <laughs> So you have to take your pants off as a step one. Uh, just to prove like, that you're... Uh, I'm, and I'm like thinking it's a bit like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I realize slowly. I realize real slowly. Yeah, fans like, are like, oh, sick. <laughs> this will be new. Oh, my God. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Derek Poston. Welcome back to Bottom of the Barrel. I'm your host, Chris Ramsey. This is also your host, Wes Barker. And this is Derek Poston. How's it going, guys? Bottom of the Barrel. Bottom of the Barrel. Fuck yeah. Why Bottom of the Barrel? Do we drink? Yeah, we were, we were power bottoms. Yeah, and we <laughs> and we try to get <laughs> yeah, and we try and we try to get to the bottom of it. That's usually a thing. We're like, oh, let's get to the bottom of that. Let's fucking you know, we're scratching the surface, then we get to the bottom of it, and we get drunk. Oh fuck yeah, okay, yeah, dope. I like that. That sounds fun. I actually yeah. don't know if we've ever got to the bottom of anything. No, we like we've got topics. certainly gotten drunk. Yes, a lot. <laughs> yes, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Welcome. I'm down to get drunk. You living Hell here? Yeah. Are you living in Austin? Yeah, I live here, man. I uh, I Ubered from my place right here. Nice. I, I think, I'm glad you guys are here because it was only nine minutes for me. Sick. Oh, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. But, uh, I live right across the river. Right, by, I live on campus. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah! You like living on campus, bro? It's the best. Really? Yeah, I love it. I genuinely like it. What's the What's the perk of it living on campus? I get to fuck young girls. Hey. No, guys. <laughs> no, young, young I guys. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and the teachers. It's just like, well, yo, this guy. No, uh, bro. You know why I like living on campus? Real talk. Fuck. I like living on campus, dog, because when I'm walking around, like everyone is so excited. Yeah. Everyone every day, bro, they all like everyone and everyone's like just you can feel it, bro. You can feel that you feed off that energy, bro. I ain't gonna front. You feed off that like damn everyone is high on life. Is high as like like, and, like you see it in their eyes, bro. No alcohol, no weed, yeah, just yeah. you can just see their like just ideas and just ideas and curiosity. love and curiosity <laughs> and like bro, you like damn bro, look at all these happy motherfuckers. Bro, just so ecstatic. You see motherfuckers like ecstatic for real. That's contagious. Oh bro, it's contagious. Yeah, because you're like, oh fuck yeah, I forgot. Like it's, when you're around it. I guess because if you see it once, you might be like, oh, look at it, yada, yada. But when you see it every day, you kind of have to confront like, uh, yeah, you're just like, huh, okay. So I used to think like that. Like, I, I used to. I see, see, I get the opposite reaction when I meet people like that. Yeah. I'm like, fuck my life. <laughs> like when I see them walking around all happy, I'm like, well, fuck, my life's done. I, I feel that. I wish I was that again. If, I like if you see it every day, though, you like, oh, man, it's just, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. Me and my girl love it because yeah. I genuinely like. Being around other than and you can feel you know what else because we were just talking about it uh, me and Hassan because he picked me up yesterday we went to the movies another comic and uh as your uh, your podcast co-host also no? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we we done spoil the beans together yeah that's my yeah. boy uh but he picked me up to go before we went to the movies and he was like oh shit everybody's back like you can feel you can feel the positive energy because when you leave <laughs> when they leave for finals you can feel that too you can uh, feel it's stress. not like 
you can feel stress. Yeah. It's crazy. Like you walk shit. outside and feel stress. Don't like you all feel people old are... living on the on campus? No, because no, I like it. I, it's, we've been living there. This is what year two now. I've been okay. here going on year two. So it's like, and we haven't moved yet. So we've been here the whole time because we okay. just like the vibe. Uh-huh. And bro, two years of motherfucking. But that is a little that strange energy. because like every year. They're staying the same age. They're like a vampire. <laughs> yes, you're the only one getting old. We're the only, and then we're the only ones still in the place every time because every time it's just new. <laughs> yeah, obviously, it's rotating. Just, yeah, everyone's clearly no one's like, and we're just there. Me and my girl. It's I'm like trying to think. Are you allowed to be there home. now that I'm wondering? I'm wondering if you're actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit of context. Derek yeah. Poston is a comedian, a really established comedian, killing it out here in Austin. Oh, oh that's nice. Um, Thank you. Bull, I mean, super dope move to come out to Austin. Uh, first of all, you're where are you originally from? I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. It's so funny that people say it was such a dope move because it's like, it was it was fucking survive. It was do or die, bro. It was like everyone. It's like it wasn't. It wasn't like a, a decision. Like, oh man, I'm gonna go to Austin. It oh was really? Like, COVID happened. People uh, be forgetting, bro. I mean, like people in LA be like, man, are you gonna, like, oh man, you, I can't believe you moved to Austin and you stayed in Austin. Like, hey, do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> do you fucking remember what happened? Do you remember how it all shut down? And there was this one place that wasn't shut down. Yeah. Do we all fucking forget? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. no, nigga, I didn't choose Austin. Austin chose. Austin chose. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it was all my friends, like a bunch of friends and comics I knew were here, and I'm like Dylan Sullivan, especially. He was the main one, who's a really funny guy. Mm. Uh, he, 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 I called him and I was like, how is it out there? And he was like, oh, bro, it's open. And I'm like getting up every night. And I go, for real, you're getting up every night. You got to remember, I'm calling from, I haven't gotten up in a year and a half. So I'm yeah. like, bro, what the mm. fuck? Fuck this. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, so that, and then I've been here and then I just haven't moved back since because everything's kind of been like, things have been working out since I've been here. Yeah. We but, don't know when it's going to happen again. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, but like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like Austin was like, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm a part, I'm like, yeah, bro, fuck this. It was like, <laughs> no, bro, I went to where, where the work was. And then it, work hasn't stopped. The moment, like, I'm not working here, I'll go right to New York or LA or anywhere yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Crowds but, are good here. Crowds are amazing. Uh, it's like comedy's fresh here. Comedy's cool. fresh, yeah. It's like it's like a you the can lines feel a little further. It's a little, yeah, bro. You feel a no, and then just the energy of audiences, mm-hmm. just like people are like, oh, this is a, people are realizing like it's a thing here now. Whether they like Joe Rogan or like hate Joe Rogan, uh-huh. everyone has a feeling about him, which is like, oh, that's good. That means everyone has an opinion about comedy, yeah, because yeah. that's what he's representing. So it's like, but. It, all that fucking shit is good for the it's good for the scene. It just yeah. makes people interested in going to the, shows. The first time we saw you was when you were open for Andrew Schultz. Uh, yeah, you Toronto. toured the infamous Go. tour. Yeah, so yeah. that yeah. must have been life changing. That was the best man. And that that's another guy that, that makes people have opinions about him too, right? Like, you know, uh, he's, oh man, yeah, he's very. Well, that dude's fucking just like he's so fucking the new the new guy. He's yeah. the new like. How was that? How was the guy. tour life uh, doing that? How many shows did you guys do? We did, man. We counted it up at one point. It was like. And I didn't even do all of them. Like, mm-hmm. I did most of them. I did, like, probably, like, three-fourths of them. But, yeah. And I did, like, myself, like, 70, 80. Jesus. Holy fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when you count each individual show. Wow. Like, cause, yeah, I remember some nights we're doing two shows. A lot of nights right. we're doing two shows. Right. But yeah. when you count them all up, it That's was a like. a lot of people. Yeah, it was a lot. It was like that. Those so, venues are huge. Oh, he was doing. Yeah, he was doing. The the, the, the only things next is, is like, arenas or and or, like. Yeah, giant theaters. Sm- the the theaters that like, I, yeah, they have to seat like eight, like seven or eight. That like any theaters like that, like yeah, Dolby and then, and then two nights a show, which is insane. Yeah, like, you, you're that's that's an insane amount of people watching your comedy. Me, man, you yeah, ain't. It was cool, man. It was cool to just be around. Like uh, I would say all the time, but it was like it was like being around. I can only imagine being around like Chris Rock during Bigger and Blacker, right? Like that moment mm-hmm. in his career. Like if you were touring mm-hmm. before that special came out, because he already brought out Bring the Pain, so he's already Chris Rock, right? Like everybody yeah. already knows Andrew Schultz. That's why right. the shows are so big. Yeah. But like Infamous is like... Wasn't out yet. It's the biggest... It wasn't out yet, bro. Now it's, it's the biggest special ever on YouTube. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it like the biggest comedy. or some shit? Yeah, some crazy... Holy like, you know fuck. what I mean? So it's like... It's cool. It was cool to be... And I was saying that shit while it was happening. I was like, bro, this is... It's so cool to see fans see this material, bro. Yeah. Like, it was cool to... I loved watching them every night, bro. I saw that shit 80 times. And I was... At show 80, I'm like, bro, this shit... And he's, it's crazy he's, how good this shit is. He was fun to watch, too, because he would, like, pick something up locally all, all the time, right? He would, like, inquire yeah. about, like, okay, what's going on here in this city? And, like, he would come up with some really solid bits about the city he was in. Like, he would kind of, like, play around with that really well, which right. I thought was nice. You know what was cool, fool? Seeing, like, just, like, a real master of the crowd. Mm. Like, shit, I learned. I mean, this is just giving away tea, but, I mean, shit, you can't duplicate him because he's that fucking good. But yep. he, he, when we would go out, like, the reason he was so good, fool, because it wasn't just, like, a lot of people will go up and they've been to the city before and they've talked to people in the city and they'll <laughs> crack jokes about whatever. Yeah. But I would see this man, like, talk yep. to people, bro. Like, Well, you can tell. 
Like, bro, he would talk. He would really sit there at a restaurant food, and we in that bitch for like an extra hour or whatever, extra two hours, because he's sitting there talking to the busboy. He's talking to this person about the city, and this uh. person's just sitting there talking to him. Or we're backstage, and he's just talking to some random motherfucker, and bro, like talking to them. Yeah. And it wasn't like he's like, oh, hey, what's like that, you know? But like, yeah. bro, just having you be hanging with these niggas, fool. And it was like, damn, bro, this nigga he's is so inquisitive as fuck. He is he inquisitive. Was, Are you saying just, he was stealing the bits from the locals? Is that what you're telling? Bro, me? he was. He was <laughs> just wrong. Just wow, strangers okay. under their fucking head. Bro. It was. <laughs> Yeah, seeing that because like the it jokes, cool. yeah, the, the type of local jokes he comes up with aren't like what you would expect. They're like deeper. No, he and know so, he be knowing shit. That's right. Yeah. He, he, he knows shit he, that he only shit. locals know, and that's what really struck me. I was like, God damn! Like, because most comedians will go like, Hey, what's the what's the part of town everyone makes fun of? And they go, Hey, yeah. don't go to this side of town, yeah. right? Like, it's, yeah. I mean, because you know that stuff will come up naturally when sure. you. But, but you know, it's funny. Like instead of like he'll just be talking to him, and that stuff comes up. Fucking, mm. it just comes up naturally. But you get it. You hear like a real thing. Yes, awesome. that's why, bro. Like all his clips go viral. It's like, well, why? It's like because he's tapping into something. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He's tapping like, into he, something. That's he be, true. He be really listening to motherfuckers. And we're like paying. He be, How long have you I've been, been doing this? Did you say you're broke? Is that yeah. what you just slid in there? Of course. Yeah. You just slid <laughs> broke as fuck. I'm broke, bro. Yeah. Living on campus, dude. I'm living, bro. Thank you. It's like what you, <laughs> what you mean? Like, like that's like it's like oh man, it's like I, I love the youth, but at the same time, like <laughs> that's me, you know, being like oh, I'm trying to find a good in this shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Okay. Beer. You guys can go on. You want a beer? Uh, not yet. Not damn. Maybe. I, 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 who knows? Actually, bring it out. It's 11 a.m. Might as well. You know man. what? It's go. Go. guys. It's 11 a.m. Like beer or uh, seltzer? Whatever you want. You got the truly. What kind of seltzer? Truly. Uh, truly. Tropicals. We got like mango and fucking. I was pretty rough yesterday, so we were sitting on the waters, Passion but now fruit. it's now it's game on. You know what? I'll just take that. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, he was in here naming seltzers, and I'm so high. I'm like, man, listen, listen, listen to the, the fucking guy. I'll take a Modelo. I read the ingredients. Modelo is a Modelo is perfect. Modelo, yeah, oh, great. That's great. Yeah, guys. So, like, I, sorry, how long have you been doing this again? I have been doing stand up eleven years now. Nice. Eleven years. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. I it, it's been that's crazy to think about sometimes. Yeah. That shit crazy. But yeah, eleven years. Yeah, it takes what it takes, man. And you're doing it. Yeah. You're fucking with the best people. Oh, man. I, you're I, fucking funny as shit. Thank you. When does this come out? This will come out. When does this it, come out? Uh, it's coming this Saturday. This Saturday? Yeah, that's right. Okay, oh, hey, if you're in Vegas, anybody in Vegas, I'm uh, opening for the, the man, Akash Singh. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, he's the best. Uh, I'm, so I'm for the fucking legend, Akash Singh. So get uh, go to his website and get those bitches before they sell out because that will sell out. And he's doing a theater. Two days. It's Friday, Saturday. So... I'm there with him next week. So if anybody's listening, go fuck with Akash. He's one of the best. Where? What venue? Uh, he's doing the Virgin Theater at the okay. Virgin Hotel. Fuck yeah, man. Wow. Akash. That's be great. He's the man. How many shows is that? He's doing one Friday, one Saturday. Yeah, great. Nice. So, yeah, so that'll be awesome. Holy shit. Cool. You go to Vegas a lot? No, I mean, just, to, to, just for tour. shows. I've yeah. only ever I've only ever gone for shows. And then I'm trying to think if I've ever gone. Oh, and then my uh, parents got uh, remarried when they one time, you know what I mean? Like they've been married thirty years, right? But right. they had like a fun like Elvis. Yeah, they redid it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And like that was the only time I've ever been for like. But I was only there like a, a, a night, but that that was a good time. Cool, cool. Yeah, but that yeah, I've never really gone for because you guys do magic, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm sure, I'm assuming y'all be in Vegas. Uh, yeah, like we have we have a lot of friends that work in Vegas. Uh, but we don't we don't personally like we're not doing yeah. theater shows in Vegas and stuff. It's not that type of magic. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, Vegas. The Vegas magic is very. Magicy, very serious. Like, yeah. still, still a lot of girls getting in boxes and being sawed in half, kind of thing. Like right? that still yeah. a lot of that vibe. Illusion there. type, giant illusion things. We like seeing it, and our friends do it and stuff. But we just go to hang out. Like uh, every year, there's a magic convention called Magic Live. It's in August. There's about two to three thousand magicians show up. Right, so Whoa. we just get together, hang out, drink, yeah, go see shows. Yeah, it's a good time. Are you guys more street magic guys? Uh, close Is that up. The divide? I do close up magic. He I'm does... more on stage, but I'm more yeah. comedy magic. So I don't do a lot of like the serious like dove dove fireball yeah. or whatever the shit they do. <laughs> you guys practice <laughs> magic every day? Is it like basketball? Uh, like do you have to dribble all the time? No. Um, I think I think as a magician, it's kind of like the same thing as being a comedian. It's just always on your mind, right? So like, if you're if you're out in a social situation, like. You as a comedian will your ear will hit, hear something and you'll be like oh fuck and you change it into you know a bit or whatever it is or a joke we'll like I'll stare at that bottle cap and just for no reason like I'll be like fucking okay I, what could I do with that bottle cap you know what I mean it's just like it's just constantly in your head so it's just that wow. I've been doing it for almost twenty years as well so like we're just like it's like a natural you know we've been doing it for a while so 
Damn, bro, that's fine. that's cool though. That, like that, that's how y'all look at it. Y'all on something. Like, I'll show you something about that actually. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is actually we didn't plan this out. Sorry, see if you can see the sleight of hand. Okay, see if you can see the sleight of hand. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> And they can't Yo. see. They can't see anything over there. Yeah, they're they're gonna, gonna, no, no one's gonna believe you. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> damn! All the, like, I'm I'm got the people this. on audio. <laughs> Yo, he just fucking uh, showed me a baby hand. Yeah. <laughs> he showed me a baby hand. Like, you want to see the rest I really of wish it? I didn't smoke weed before this. Yo, that did blow uh, my mind. I was kind of, I was enjoying it, man. That was like, that was awesome. It's just, yeah. so, that's so cool that y'all do. That doesn't work on Vegas stages. That one. They don't like. <laughs> they don't like that. They don't want to gather around my my hand. my next act, we get the we the top down. <laughs> Damn, wait, so you have to keep that baby hand on you at all times? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Damn, bro, that's some prestige shit, man. It is, dude. That's his fucking fishbowl. Yeah, it's fishbowl, exactly. And I gotta explain to my wife why I have so many fucking doll hands lying around. You know? <laughs> oh, my so many God. layers to this. She's like, what is all this? What's y'all's favorite magic movie? Like, magician movie? Oh, prestige, for sure, for me. Prestige? Yeah. yeah. That shit, I just, Asan told me that shit on Spoil the Beans podcast. He told me it for the first time. i never seen it. Oh, my So he God. told me it for the first time. Bro, that shit fucked me up. That's it, one of the best movies I've seen. It's I better. The, book. the, t- the second time you watch it is better. Yes. Because now you're picking up all the little Easter eggs and, like, all the little, oh, shit, yeah. he said that. Oh, he's talking about the birds, man. He's talking about him and his fucking twin. Yeah. When, when the bird dies, you know, and you're like, oh, shit, you know, and. Bro, and then the magic stops, bro. He doesn't do any more magic after his brother dies, bro. Yeah. The whole shit's gone. Do- like, so, oh, yeah. my God. It's all an act. It's all an act. Do y'all, do y'all feel that way about it? Do y'all feel that hardcore about it? Yeah, I mean. Like you kill your fucking twin brother over this shit? Mm, yeah. Mm. Uh, no, I was. Yeah, how much money do I get for the yeah. show? Maybe? <laughs> um, I would. You no, know, I mean, we do definitely. Like, there's things that we'll, we'll like, plan out. Even for, even for Tony, we did. Uh, I did a card trick at the. Uh, at the Vulcan a couple nights ago, and I won't. Uh, I'll, I'll show you the video later. It's a fucked up trick, but it took like a lot of preparation um, that that nobody knew about. Wes <laughs> helped me out too, and it was this big thing, and it blew his fucking mind. But that's the, you know that's the price you pay. You gotta like, if you really want that reaction, you want people to really get fucked up by something. Well, you gotta go a little further. You know, yeah. there's only so much I can do like in person. I can still do some crazy magic and stuff, but like, if you get prepared, kind of like you know like they're doing, yeah. like you can really make something. And seem really impossible, right? If you got enough time, you gotta be opportunistic, right? So yeah. when I was on America's Got Talent, I, I'm sitting downstairs and uh, they wheel out Howie Mandel. Randomly, they wheel out Howie Mandel's wardrobe. It just says Howie Mandel in a rack and all of his jackets and stuff. And I was like sitting there, and no one's around, so I just take a, a card out of my deck, like an ace of spades, and stick it in one of the pockets. Because what if that's the jacket he decides to wear on stage, right? Then now all of a sudden I'm like, change of plans. Yeah, you're, you're I know there's a creating card in this You're pocket, creating outs. Right? Yeah. He didn't wear that jacket on stage, but damn. I'm like, fuck, you got to be but like, I didn't even think you got to be yeah, ready. You're, so you're just, damn, of course that's what y'all be doing. Yeah, I get way it's ahead. Fucking, so y'all are just way ahead. So you like, think you sat here by accident? Yeah. <laughs> you want yeah. your phone back? <laughs> <laughs> and your brother, my brother's alive. <laughs> yeah, you're my brother's <laughs> we found him. We brought him on the show. <laughs> Come on out. <laughs> this is a really good podcast. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, that's so cool, man. Oh my god. Because I, I knew y'all did I knew that. I knew that that y'all did magic. And that shit's fucking sick. That is like to me, that's like, yeah. It's a bit of a superpower. Kind of like stand-up. It has to be the exact same feeling. Oh, we, we talk about that Because the reaction. There's that reaction. That live reaction. Yes. We're both um, we're both also like comics. We like telling jokes as well. So we, we'll do stand-up comedy and magic and type things. So we respect the art of comedy to the fullest. And there's so many similarities between comedy and magic. And, and one of them, I think, if you even looking at how a trick is made, right? It's kind of like... You know, like set up punchline, whatever. But there's misdirection. There's you know, there's so many commonalities yeah. between creating a good joke or a good trick. Yeah, uh, that goes like sort of hand in hand. And what we're looking for is like a reaction, right? Same thing. We're, we're chasing the same thing, except yours makes a sound, right? And like yeah. mine sometimes doesn't. <laughs> you know? Dang, but yeah. what's better? Do you want like what's a better reaction? Black mm. people running around screaming, or yeah, everyone yes. silently yep. nope. like no, nope. so absolutely mind definitely screaming, <laughs> definitely screaming. But like both are good. But like the feedback. If you're a magician, sometimes you didn't know if you fucked up. So you'll do a trick that's like fucking crazy, but so crazy that no one says a fucking word in the room. Yeah, they're literally like... Right. And then you're like, shit, I fucked up. That's crazy. Know. I didn't imagine <laughs> that. That's what Mike would think that. They're like, oh, I fucked up. No one's reacting. That's like, crazy. If you tell a joke oh, they're crazy. laughing hard, if you fuck somebody and it's going well, they're making noises. Yeah. Very few things going well are quiet. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's very strange. But uh, sometimes, but I mean, if it is, if it is but pure nice, bewilderment, but that must nice. feel cool too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. sometimes you can cut it, like you're with a knife. You're like here and like, you'll you'll do a trick, like when you're holding court, you got like 12 people around, you got a bar, or whatever, you got this thing going on, and everybody's like, and you can feel that, right? You feel people, and they're about to go, whoa, right? <laughs> Love that. You know, another thing is too is weird. I don't know. It just means that it made me think of like. Sometimes when you're doing a trick, you can like feel where people are looking, like where their attention went to. When like there's a hundred people in a room and they all look at this thing at the sort of the same time, like it's gonna be the big reveal. I don't know if you notice this, but like I always, I'm like, I I think I don't think there's like science behind it, but I'm like, I feel like I could tell you right now how many people are looking at that fucking box because it just like it just shifts. It's cool. Yeah. That must be cool. It's that, fun. Yeah, it would make, I mean, it makes total sense. Like, of course, because. That sleight of hand shit, man. You guys are fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. But you guys do that, you know, sleight of mouth. It's, uh, it's damn. Yeah. Um, shout out Justin Wilman. That, that was the name of his special on Comedy Central. <laughs> sleight of really? Mouth. Yeah. Comedy Magic. He did a whole thing. Actually, Tony R- wrote on it. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Justin Wilman. Magic yeah. for Humans. Yeah, did he? Uh, yeah. Uh, Baking show. Yeah. He. Uh, he made a. He made a three D printer. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, on stage. Yeah, yeah. That's it. It, it was a, it was a good. That shit was crazy. I that, saw it at the comedy store when I was I was a door guy at the comedy store, and it was just a shift. And I remember being in the main room, and it's like this fucking random white dude goes up there and he starts doing magic. And I remember, and like, I I, I, I wasn't like like oh I don't like this or anything, but it's it you know when you're working the door guy, you know yeah, I'm like, doing stuff, yeah, I'm doing stuff. So, is, yeah, so yeah. I'm doing, but not even that. It's just like it's I I, I couldn't focus because uh, I'm doing stuff in the room. You're telling people to be quiet. You're doing this. You're running, and then I remember, and then finally I got to watch one, and I'm sitting there, and this mother. Fucker, and I'm like, oh, and he made that 3D printer. I only saw that. It was a yeah. 3D printer on stage, and yeah. then that bitch wasn't on stage. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, yeah, <laughs> I remember yeah. screaming. <laughs> yeah. But I remember that fucking guy. He's a legend. Yeah. He's he's absolutely incredible. He's seriously one of the most, uh, one of my favorite comedy magicians, one of our favorite comedy yeah. magicians. And he's the one out there doing it right because there's so many magicians who are like fucking cheesy and that, you know, there's the whole stereotype, the tropes that go along with being a magician. And yeah. magic isn't that hard. Like, there's like, the barrier of entry isn't it like comedy because you can go to a magic shop and buy some tricks, right? And if someone's never seen a trick before and you do that trick, right, they'll be like, you're the best magician I've ever seen, right? So barrier to entry, I think, is low. But the difference between a good magician and a bad magician, I think, is very large. That That's a big gap. Yeah. And you don't see very many, like, really good magicians out there. So Justin's one of those guys. Chris and I both learned from Justin uh, and me specifically a long time ago. He was one of the first magicians I knew about taking his magic to the comedy clubs and getting up yeah. and trying shit. Yeah. And that's what I started doing. Magicians have nowhere to try their magic. Yeah. So like like if you're a comedy magic, like you, most most like comedy rooms will let you go up. It's fine. Uh, but even then, most of them don't do it. Right? You guys get up every night. Your dedication to stand, <coughs> any stand-up, they're getting up as many times as they can. Magicians, they just don't you really do it. No one... Wants to see a magician that many times either. Like, <laughs> that's you know, it's in true. doses. Like magic's like, oh, that's cool. All right, let's let's stop doing magic now. Let's do something <laughs> else, right? Like, yeah, damn. You gotta do a little bit of magic. You can't always do magic. Uh, Did you guys like David Blaine? Of course. Love David yeah, Blaine. He's the best. He's a homie. Still like him. Damn, he's a man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I mean, I don't know. I sometimes it's like I don't know. That's why I say I worded it like that, because I'm like, well, is there magician beef? I don't know if there's no, magician no. beef. You never know. Fuck Chris Angel, but, but David Blaine. See what I mean? You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David's a homie. He's uh, he's a cool dude. I've uh, I've hung out with him a few times, I've seen shows. He's uh he's for real. Yeah, he's the real deal. Um Yeah, I remember being a kid and him like not, I guess he might have been way more famous before that, but just like when he first started being on street, TV and shit. Street magic stuff. That and, shit? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I remember that. Well, I remember he was, that in life. He was the first guy doing like what was different about David than everyone else is like normally when you're looking at magic, it's entertaining the people at home. And he was the first one to entertain strangers, normal people. And we get to watch that interaction rather than him doing magic to us watching TV. Because normally TV specials are like, saw this girl in half and fucking yeah. here's a tiger and shit, right? And now he's like not doing magic to us. He's doing magic to people. We get to see this cool social interaction. This, And he's in, he's in the hood. He's in fucking, you know, just like these fucked up areas. And you're like, whoa, what's going to happen here? Like, is somebody going to fucking pull a knife on him? Like, you know, like yeah. there was that tension of him just approaching random people. You'd never seen that on TV before. It was like that was before, uh, you know, that was before Survivor. That was before reality TV. Yeah. yeah. You know, so when you see something like that with like, normal people, nobody got to see that. He Everybody was, was an actor. He knew, was... he knew black people too. He was like, "Yo, mm. I got to go to the best reaction." That's true. Gay, smart, gay is the new bro. black, though. I will tell you. When <laughs> oh, it comes to magic they, reacting, how do they react? Oh, buddy, I went. To, oh, buddy, <laughs> yeah, dude. That's so funny. I went to I went to like this beer garden. We were shooting a project, and uh, we were in this beer garden. It was like a, a gay party town, like Sacramento. 
And there was like maybe like 20, 30 guys outside. Right? I started doing a trick. And all of a sudden, I get this fucking crowd. Dude, I'm telling you. I do these tricks. And they're tearing my clothes. They're fucking, you are a vampire. And they're running. They're screaming. They're like fucking yeah. holding each other, dude. It was crazy. I'm like, oh, shit. People don't know. I'm like, I, I can't yeah. let magicians know about this. This is a secret now. This is like, I'm taking this one. This is my secret. Like you want good reactions on camera? Go to the, go to the you know east side. I'm telling you. Damn, that makes sense. Yeah. What are your favorite rooms for comedy? Who's who's the best audience for you? Oh, huh. I mean, I I love every. I, I started in black rooms, so I started in like hood ass black rooms in Memphis because that's where I'm from. Started there, and then uh, so those were all bro. Of course, when you when you kill a black room, that's ain't nothing better just because. They laugh with their body, their feet, like with, you know what I'm saying. With, their, with you know, like, they with laugh with their, confidence. Yeah, they yeah laugh that's with true. Their body, like, that's like, true. You just what you want to see. You want to see motherfuckers moving, bro. Yeah, you like, see like table shifting. Yeah, a little bit. yeah, yeah. You want to see like a wave happening almost. You know what I'm saying? But uh, and I've, I mean, I feel like that's any ethnicity though, because if you get black people laughing or a bunch of Mexican people laughing or a bunch of like, yeah, even brown people, yeah, they're shoving you know each other. I mean? Yeah, they just because it's just that, yep. that different kind of laugh. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? But as far as my favorite room. To do stand up ever, man, bro, it ain't nothing like killing that OR dog. Yeah, that OR at the comedy store, baby. Yeah. The original room. Yeah, and when you when you got that bitch going, bro, it's but but that might be. I don't know if it's the room or the history. Yeah, yeah it's probably yeah, so some of the lore, some of the some of the lore, the people who've been there before you. Like and that. you feel you got this because it's like, well, at the end of the day, it's like, am I as funny as Richard Pryor? No, I don't. Of course, you know, whatever that. How do you even compare? How do what is that? What does yeah. that mean? Of course not. But. I'm in the same room as him, yeah. and at this moment in time, everyone in this room is laughing as hard as they can. Yes. Yeah. So like, like yeah. that's what, like exactly. you know what I mean? Like I'm channeling. You maxed out. I feel out. like I'm I'm maxing out, and I'm a part of like 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 bro. I've been in that room where it's like, bro, everyone in this room is laughing as hard as they fucking. I'm not saying I even had the best. I just know I know what I'm hearing and what I'm looking at right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like, fair. Yeah. I know what, when you hear a joke because you everybody that's knows when a, a joke is good and when a joke yeah. is like or or a part or a moment in the room where it's like mm. no. I get, that got everybody. It, hits, it just hits that it hits extra that, level. It's that extra level of ceiling. Yeah. And you're like, nope, that was every motherfucker in this room right yeah. now just locked, like it came out of their body. You know so, what I'm saying? So who's who's <laughs> the person for you where you thought you killed and then they go out? <laughs> oh, I was bro. just going to ask that. Who's bro, that person? Uh, the Joey fucking Coco Diaz. Who, Joey Diaz. When you watch that nigga in the comedy <laughs> yeah, store, bro. He destroys, right? That, like, like, that was, to me was like him. It's humbling. Yeah, it was just because it was like, whoa, this is really... This is really killing. Like he's really taking the head off this motherfucker, bro. Like yeah. this is crazy, bro. Like everybody is, everybody feels like this motherfucker is, like he's their uncle right now. Yeah. Like everyone in the room, you can feel it, bro. Like oh my god, bro. This is, bro. When you saw him, like actually, like when, when he was in the main room or something, bro, uh, and he had everybody, bro. That shit was crazy. And then, uh, <laughs> and yo, I mean, say what you want about him, but like, and I ain't talking about him now. But I'm, bro. When I was at the comedy store, Chris D'Elia. <laughs> At that time, yeah, yeah. At that at that fucking time period, before Murder. everything happened, and you can't. He, I saw you. this motherfucker choke holding rooms, bro. <laughs> fucking choke holding them and shaking like shaking them to death, bro. I saw that shit with wow. my own eyes. Fool him and Joey Coco Diaz were like, "Yo, what the fuck is happening?" Sometimes, mm, wow. and then of course, and then of course, uh, Dave Chappelle's Dave Chappelle. And yeah, it's just I don't even compare him to nobody. We He's saw I, I we saw Tim Dillon. We were here last time. And the noise that the crowd made was like a different on a different decibel level. Yeah, when he was up there just ranting, like he would he was yelling over people that were laughing. You couldn't even hear what he was saying anymore, and he just kept going, and the laughs just kept getting bigger because he's just going off on a rant, right? And it was just people were dying left and right. I was like, that's like because the guy like you'll hear all these Ron White was there, everything right? It was great, but then like he just hit that next level of us. I was like, I didn't know this room could get that loud. Yeah, right, bro. yeah, it's crazy. That's my yeah. He him. Bro, I just like yeah. It's so cool to me that there's just like so many. Yeah, the internet made made it possible that there's yeah. like so many. We live. We're living in a good time right now. We're living bro, in a good it's time. So line. it's so many funny motherfuckers, bro. Like yeah. like beyond like him him, you know like Brian Simpson and Ali Sadiq and, and Brian Simpson and just, yeah. just fucking Hinchcliffe and, and oh, yeah, Schultz. And it's insane, bro. I just gotta hit that button every half hour. Every half That's hour makes a little stoppy stop. There we go. Yeah. It's just insane, bro. Like, but Tim Dillon is one of them dudes. But he's also like has the internet on it in the chokehold. Yes, so that's yeah. cool. That's you, um, who said that. This is uh, Mark Norman was talking about this because it's like before you would have to do 
um, you would have to go on to like Carson or whatever it was, right, to like get your get your shit out there. And you, it was so much pressure because like if you bomb there or if you, it, it would make or break you, right? Um, but nowadays it's kind of nice because guys like Mark Norman, guys like yourself and everybody else, like you can create this online thing uh, towards a safety net. And now you can go out and say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Right. You can say whatever the fuck you want. And if people don't like, like the people who follow you will like it or whatever it is. So like there isn't that uh, risk anymore of like, oh, I need to get in. You can just blow up and then say whatever you want. And if people don't like it, it's fine. I still got this or it's nice to have that, I think, for comedians. Yeah, but you can say whatever you want. Though. You can you can you can always still say whatever you yeah. want. like always at all times. Yeah, but I'm just want. saying there's like but, there's like that level yeah. of like, you know, if you go on to like a late night show or whatever it is, yeah. you know what I mean. You can't yeah, say whatever you want. You can't say, yeah, but yeah, and it is. I guess yeah. At that point, at that because yeah, if you were trying to do yeah, that shit, exactly. But you know what's funny, like, bro, if you're a good ass fucking comic fool. Mm. You you can you There's should a way. be able to, yeah, There's you, a way. If you're a good ass fucking comic, bro, you can do it because like Eddie Murphy has a late night set. Mm. Eddie Murphy has has late night set, bro. So it's like if Eddie Murphy has a late night set, yeah. and he <laughs> also made Raw and Delirious, yeah. mm-hmm. it can be done. Yeah, it can be done. You know what I'm saying? Like That's like true. I think I think it is like a, a skill level too of like, man, can can you can you just can you be fun? It's not even be clean, bro. Because I look at it like, bro, can you be funny under all circumstances? Bro? Right. Like under any circumstances, bro. Can you be motherfucking funny, nigga? Yeah. And yeah. So I, it's you can all. That's what I'm saying. Like you can say what you want at all times, yeah. bro. It's yeah. like can you you can do you can do that shit clean as fuck mm-hmm. and say the most poignant shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's like, true. So, but. It's just nice to, to what Chris is saying. It's just nice to not have to wait for someone to put you on a fucking. Yeah, there's thing. no stress. You can be anymore. like, I'm yeah. gonna upload now and like try and make my own opportunity. Yeah, you can yeah. create your own your own fans, right? Like it's yeah. it's not like before where you're like, oh, I need Johnny Carson's fans to like me. No, you you got your own fans now, yeah. right? So that that's what I'm saying. There's no safety. You got a safety net. You're out there and you can. That's, you can, that's you fire. Can, you can try some risky shit. You can do whatever you want. Like it's there's no consequence to that right now, which is nice. So like it's a good feeling. Uh, you don't have to be so nervous about you know where you're going, what you're going to be doing. You're like, I still got this, right? So it's like a nice thing yeah. for a comedian yeah. to have. But that's, you're you're 100 right because like now, of course, the new Johnny Carson would be going on Rogan, right? Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's the biggest and best thing you could do. Or kill Tony, like or kill, I mean, or kill, no, I'm, mean, talking, I'm just talking about the biggest, the like biggest, the biggest yeah. platform, the biggest right? Platform. Would, be, would be to go on Rogan. Yeah, and it's cool that like look how many big comedians there are. Like even as big as Rogan is, and he is the kingmaker. Rogan's the king. Mm-hmm. Rogan is the king, and he can make you a king as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and but how many comedians have never been on Rogan who are famous as shit? Like yeah. who are doing just like you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like so that is cool that like because back then as a comic you just had to get on Carson. It just you was what to. it was. Whereas now it's like you no know, getting on Rogan. Of course, who, yeah. who doesn't want it? And it's gonna help. It's gonna blow you up. But at the same time, you can also just blow up on the internet. You can yeah, totally. you can just blow up on your own. Oh, what do you what do you mean you don't want my special? Oh, I'm gonna put it on YouTube. Just gonna put it out. Yeah, and nice. and it kills. It yeah. like. Like it's insane, and all okay, yeah. You're gonna make a couple, you know, ten, twenty thousand dollars off AdSense, whatever it is, but you're gonna sell tickets to your shows now. Like those shows are gonna sell out. But there are a ton of comics that have put the money in, put it up, and it's like it's got nowhere. You get eight hundred views. Yeah, they're right? not funny. <laughs> you think that's all it is? I, I think so. I think content is king. Uh, uh, I think I, I th- want to agree with that. I think if it's good, people will see it. If you put it on the platform, algorithms are smart, dude. Algorithms, yeah. you know, they're not just like stupid, mindless, like, oh, if you do this, you do this. No, it looks at everything, man. Viewer retention, all these little spikes, all this shit. And if you're funny, the algorithm will know, dude. They're, they're going to throw it out there. And, and and I also think, bro, even if it, it only has 800 views now, bro, sometimes, sometimes it takes a while for shit to catch up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It takes a while. Sometimes it just takes yeah. a while for shit to catch up. That's and, true. And like you, there's gonna there is gonna be a special that right now that has 800 views out there that like in 10, 15 years that person might die or something and everybody's gonna be like, oh shit, that was like yeah really good. Holy yeah. fuck, we missed one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, th- th- like I, so that is to me the best thing about art is that like you said because he's right too. It's, it's bro, the algorithm if if it's good art, oh bro, if it, it no matter even if it it'll takes a while, you, yeah. it'll find you. Yeah. Yeah. It'll find it might not cuz look at uh, Russell Peters. He, he, like Russell Peters put out that way back when how he blew up. Mm-hmm. Is he put out special out on YouTube 
And he was still living at his parents' place, apparently. And then that special didn't hit till way later. But when it like, right. he didn't even know because he was just went on the road and all of a sudden he started selling tickets. Yeah. He was like, oh, what? It, like, what the fuck am I selling tickets for? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, you never know, bro, when that shit might, if it is, but he's also right that it does have to be good. It does have to be good. Yeah. <laughs> You're 100,000% right that it shit has to be good. Because people start clipping it. People take the, they'll start sharing it with their friends. Yo, did you see what he said about this, yeah. this, that? Like, it'll, it'll get to places very quickly, I think. If, yeah. If it deserves to be, if it deserves to hit those big numbers, it will, I think. Yeah. That's just, that's that's just the way it is. Uh, I think content is king. Always yeah. has been for anything online. Like you want some, you just got to make good content. Yeah. And don't blame anything else. Yeah. You look at the content, you know? Yep. I, I believe this. I think this, and I think that goes for anything. Movies and TV yep. shows. Absolutely. There's shit, only but... like, you can only point the finger, you know, at uh, so many yeah. things before you end up poking your eye out. You gotta, you, know, you gotta look at yourself. <laughs> you gotta be like, okay. Yeah. I, I like scapegoats. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, I just, you know, I just don't like taking accountability. I don't yeah, like that yeah. word. I don't like the word. <laughs> yeah, fuck the algorithm. Yeah. Uh, like, sometimes when I show up to a corporate event to perform and the room's laid out really, sh- like, shittily, yeah. part of me goes like, yes. Because if it doesn't go really well, I can be like, fucking room is laid out bad, you know? But if it, if it was set up perfectly, I'm like, there's no one left to blame. Here we go. Damn, bro. I, I do see you, bro. Whenever I do like I'm a, being sort of serious. I, 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 I'm, I'm uh, bro, when I, when, I got, when I see the room shit like that, like when you go in a room is laid out like that, I do, I find a way to like, all right, how do I, how am I going to attack? Like, it's a fun challenge. Yeah, it's like, I got to attack this now. I got to, yeah. I, I, now I got to be on the offensive. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't. It turns you up a notch. Oh, well, yeah, because, well, it's like, well, this is either going to be the worst <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes to 45 minutes of my life, or I can make it worth my while. What's yeah. the worst crowd you've had? Worst <laughs> crowd ever in my life? Yeah. Like, worst, it could have been bizarre. It could have been like, what the fuck? Like, what, what like, took you, threw you off? You're like, what, what's wrong with these people? You know what I mean? Like, what's the worst crowd? Like, you're like, maybe in an area, maybe you went to fucking, you did some, did some of your comedy in Utah. I don't know. Like, what's no, well, the... I mean, the worst show ever was... <laughs> the worst show ever in my life I love telling the story is it just hurts every time uh, back home I went back home to Memphis I'm like I'm like what two I'm like four years in the comedy now okay so I started in Memphis and I started this club this really really black club called the Bartlett Comedy Spot right and my, my third t- time ever on stage bro it was one of the greatest moments of my life right like I, bro it I'm not, and I'm not, it sounds like I'm lying, bro, but it's this, this is what happened, bro. And there was people there. My third time on stage, bro, I got a motherfucking standing ovation wow. ever. Just, everybody's going crazy. It's like this hood spot, bro. And they're yeah. in this comedy club. They're losing, it's packed room. And, just, and bro, the comics fucking came and like they were lifting me up. And no they walked, way. I, I shit you not, bro. This is a real moment, bro. Holy fuck. It's my third time. Was, and then the booker said, hey, you get to, you, you get to open the weekend. Right, because wow. it was just like that, and, and, and guess who's headline on the weekend? Motherfucking Donnell Rollins. Whoa. So it's like, whoa, this is just a dream come. Everything's going great. Oh, yeah. so I do the weekend. Uh, the, the the first show goes really good. It, it, if you look up Derek Poston, you can see that set. That's my that's my like six or seven time on stage at that point because I went up obviously that week, you know, a little bit more to try to get ready for that weekend. Yep. But uh, if you look up Derek Poston doing com- Derek Poston comedy, you'll see a set from eleven years ago, nigga. And it's me at the Bartlett Comedy Spot opening for Donna Rollins, and I'm like all nervous like this, right, <laughs> bruh? Fast forward, I move, you know, a year goes by, I do comedy there. Donna Rollins actually tells me that weekend, he goes, he pulls me aside because I had one good set, and I had two good, I had two really good sets and two okay sets, but they all went, they all went really good in yeah. my head, yeah, right, obviously, but two obviously weren't as good as the other two. Yeah. He told me right after the show, he was like, hey, you need to move to California. Mm. He was like, you keep going up in these, you know, these other rooms, keep getting better, yada yada, but like, you need to move to California, you need to get in front of white people. Telling you that's what you need. Hmm. That's what he said, and I was like, "All right." And then, fast forward, to another, like so, I do a year in Memphis. I moved to California. I moved, moved to San Diego, doing comedy in San Diego and L.A. Three years go by. I finally get to go back home. I go back home for the weekend. It's like Christmas holiday. Guess who's doing the weekend? <laughs> yeah, Donnell motherfucking Rollins. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, I, I know this. This is fate, yeah. dude. This yeah. is fucking fate. I hit up the club owner. I tell her I'm back. Everybody's so excited. Oh, Derek's back. <laughs> Derek's back, bro. Oh no! I'm, I'm, I'm pumped, bro. Friends, <laughs> oh, like, every, oh, you got to see this guy, you got, bro. Everybody, everybody. It's like, oh, Derek's back. He's been in California killing it. At this point. I was just, what am I killing it? It's funny. I'm this guy's nothing. a legend. But yeah, oh, bro, he left. I'm the guy who, oh, he's gonna, he's right. Oh, Derek, bro. Oh my god. Oh no. So uh, the weekend starts. It's the Thursday show. Uh, I, I I remember I see some bro, my, my ex came with a bunch of her friends. She was sitting like front row, like that type of shit, like that many people there that I know. You know what I mean? It's not a, it's a packed weekend. <laughs> yeah. Thursday show, uh, 50-50 set. Okay, you know what I mean? Where it's like, and I I noticed it. I was like, damn, huh? That mm, like that was like yeah. I was I was on the on the boat was like this. I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> fucking. Get, but I'm just thinking like, all right, but that'll leapfrog me into the next yeah 
show. Yeah, you'll fix it. Fix you'll, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Friday comes. My, I got all these friends coming. My, my parents are there. Oh, wow. I'm nice. doing, you know, I'm doing the weekend. It's the Friday show. My yeah. parents are coming to the early show. It's a big moment. Bro, this is it. You know what I mean? Like, the early show, everyone's coming. I got friends coming to the late show, too, and all that stuff. But I got, like, I got all these friends at the early show. My parents are there. Completely sold out crowd. All right. Uh, first host goes up, kills it, brings me up. Bro, I bomb so hard. It's not even a bomb. It's not like, it's not like a, like, oh, I'm saying jokes and they're not laughing. I said my first joke and people were like, people responded like, Whoa. yo, what the fuck? Oh, no. Yo, these are hood niggas. You know what I mean? These white it's fool. We're like, oh shit. They say the second nothing, and people start talking. Like, oh my god, this nigga sucks, bro. Oh, this guy's. People are talking. I hear my parents are there, guys. Hearing that, <laughs> hearing what the fuck? Like that is the, probably the worst thing to hear. Oh, like, dude. Oh, I get to joke three, and now it's like they're not. It, it might as well be booing because now the room of it's three hundred people. It's oh a big god, club. everyone's talking. Everyone is talking. Three hundred people are talking about how much I suck. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Donald Rawlings himself. I see Donald Rawlings himself oh, run no. from the back. He has to light me and go, "Yo, yo!" He has to. Donald Rawlings has to get me off stage. The oh, headliner. Oh my god! This is one of my. <laughs> yo, this is, I, 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 wow! Where did he tell you to move this time? <laughs> <laughs> you better go to Alaska. He's like, to- yeah, he's like, "Yo, I got a rope and a stool back here." He's like, "You might want to." Bro, I, I walk off stage. Holy shit. I walk off stage just absolutely uh destroyed. Absolutely fucking destroyed. <laughs> Donnell Rollins, though, I remember this is how this is how the order of the chain of events went. Donnell Rollins pulled me aside, took me into the green room, because there's a couple more people going up before him. Yeah. Right? And and uh, and they immediately start killing. Like immediately start yeah. making fun of me and killing. So it's like I can't blame anything. <laughs> I can't say anything. Immediately everyone back in the room is having the best time. My parents too. They're laughing. Everybody's having a good time. Right? Uh, <laughs> That's all your parents remember. <laughs> oh, that next guy was so good. Uh, was that was that a great night? Yeah. I, he takes me back in the green room. Bro. I remember this shit. He talked to me until he went up. He talked to me, and just talked. Told me why. Told me why I bombed. Okay. You know what I mean. Told me what happened. And then just like was like saying like it's all like you know what I mean like you can see it in my eyes, bro. I was like, because I I I had had I thought I had bombed before. Yeah. Never nothing like that. No, I never gotten booed off stage or some shit like like I just had some sets maybe where people weren't laughing, but that was the first time where it was like it's fucked up. Oh my god, I had like I I was supposed to do ten minutes. I did three. Yeah, this is the headliner had to come. This is what everyone is afraid of. Yes, that moment. That moment is what everyone is like. That's the worst case scenario for going up on stage, right? So that's my parents, bro. Yeah. But you, have to, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> my parents are there, dude. They see this moment happen, bro. This is this, they haven't seen me do comedy yet. <laughs> you guys, are you hearing me? <laughs> they hadn't seen it. That was the first time. You just Holy wanted to make them proud, <laughs> <laughs> bro. And it's sold out oh, no. show. Donna Rollins, like everything oh, no. is like set up for me. This is gonna be so good. Oh no, so, you know, oh, uh, God. So guys, Donna Rollins has to go on stage. I'm feeling good again. This is, the, this is how what really happened that day. I'm feeling good again. That was a good I talk. I walk out the green room. It was a good talk. I needed that, bro. The headliner just made me feel better. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm back. I'm like, he just told me it happens. What is it? What are you going to tell me? Yeah. I walk out. I'm also like, yo, you got the late show. You're going to get this fucking back. <laughs> and he tells me that, too. Booker, Booker, I walk out, and the, the not the lady who booked me, because she loved me, but the owner of the club, the actual owner, he mm. walks up to me and he goes, his words, nigga, you fucking suck. And he was white. <laughs> he, was an, uh, he was actually a Muslim woman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but deep voice. <laughs> but he looked at me and said, nigga, you fucking, those, nigga, you fucking oh suck. Oh, my God. You're off the rest of the weekend. <sighs> Walked off. I didn't get paid. I ain't none. Uh, uh, and <laughs> and uh, uh, that's that, like, was, that like, was just That's like, an origin story for a supervillain. Oh, bro. I, I mean, just like. Right, like, yeah. and so now I got to make that decision too of like, because there's all these other comics there who are making fun of me. Like everyone I started with back in Memphis, they're all making, and it's like I had to make that decision of like, bro, you can leave right now like a fucking little bitch, yeah, or you can just fucking sit here. Yeah, and this is what happened. Yeah, isn't it crazy? And I sat there and I and, uh-huh. and, and and I sat there, and it was horrible. And then they started seating people for the late show, and then all my other friends from high school started showing up, and I had to tell them. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm not on the late show. And they were like, why? And then I had to tell everybody what happened. Yeah. 
Wow. That a, was the worst part. That's a humbling The experience, worst part man. was having it because I had to stay. I had to stay till they said everybody because I had like at least like other 10, 15 oh, other friends show up. And I, I had to tell all them I'm not on this show That's now. like shitting your pants, but then you, you're still wearing them and you just got to sit there with your friends and they know you shit your <laughs> pants and you're just like, sorry, I can't go get changed right now. Yeah. And you just got to uh, sit there in your own shit. Oh, yeah. Cool. They all left. They all left other than other than my homie, bro. My homie AJ Graves, my homie Colin Bettison. They, uh, <laughs> those are my bro. Two, two of my white friends. They stayed, bro. They stayed. They watched the late show with me, and it, and Donnell Rawlings was the funniest human being. Like, it was like it even didn't even happen. It's so good I of you. Remember that night? It it's was so, so good of you to talk about this. Though. So hard. I think this is so great. I think. Oh, it's dude, great. I was. Hard, I mean, you. I, I can't explain how yeah. heartbrokenly devastated. I can only imagine. That <laughs> you know how embarrassing. Wild. Dude. I had to tell them all at once. They showed up to see me. Yeah. And then your dad said the same thing the Booker said, which is crazy. Yeah, he did. And he is white. And he is white. You know what's funny? Oh, you know, uh, my, nuts. I, I went and hugged my parents after. You know what did they say? Actually, no, because I'm actually putting myself there. Like, what did happen that day? And I remember my mom was like, you know what's funny? They weren't. They didn't say anything. They they they, they were like, oh, that wasn't bad. I remember that. They they fucking lied to me. Mm. Yeah, good fucking parents. Bro. They're supposed good to. Parents. They fucking actually lied to me. I was. I remember uh, parents are. So everyone has different parents, especially when you do these kind of careers, right? You know, and, and some people are supportive, some are not. And I was tell, telling the other day when my brother's around, and I'm like, yeah, my dad, like, he never said, he never talked shit about me about, uh, you know, quitting my normal job to be a magician. Yeah. My brother's like, yeah, he did. <laughs> he just had the courtesy not to do it to my face. That's and a good, guy, like, a good oh, dad. That's what you got to do. Yeah, bro. He said, lie to me. Oh, wow. Lie to me. You need the, yeah, that's the only way we did get you ever find out. Did you ever find out what he said? <laughs> I mean, right. no, I don't think that's it's going to be that bad. Yeah. That's my worst. I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know. That was my worst one. That's a great story. That's pretty bad. That one was bad. That's, that's you got a worse one coming. Don't worry. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> they, they they don't stop. That's the cool. But you know what's funny though? Uh, my parents won't be there. Yeah. So no matter what, no matter how bad it is, I'm always gonna be like, oh, but yeah. I remember, because bro, I they've, can see they've their learned table. their lesson. Yeah. I can see their table, guys. You, know, I can <laughs> see them. They weren't like the front row either. They you were just, like table like fourth row back, but oh, I can see them clear you as day. See the disappointment. You're like, oh god. God, how hard it hurts so much. Oh man, that was so fun, dude. When my mom comes to one of my shows, she wears a bright green shirt that says "I Heart West" on it. Yeah, she does. And so, like, I'm like, she does. She'll stand on the Shout side. Shout out Cindy. She watches all of these. Oh man. Shout out Cindy. Oh, it that's is awesome. Nerve wracking. Because she's like, why? Mom. She's just a beacon of green floating around. Yeah, she's awesome. Oh, Did you? Was your mom supportive of your whole life like that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, my for sure. Was too. Yeah, my my parents, I don't think, were supportive, but they were just like, they were just like, um, are you sure? Like, this is. To them, like, I was leaving, like, a steady job, right? And so they were, like, scared for me, right? So, like, in their, to, their way of protecting me was, like, I don't think you should do this. But not because they didn't want me to be happy, but just because they were, like, afraid that I would fail. Yeah. You know, because they never did that. They never took that leap in their life. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, you got to fucking, I was, you know, yeah. dumb kid. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> and I think that's, I think that's the generation, actually, that uh, I talked to a lot of people where that generation is more complacent, right? Because they were following rules they had like oh you need the house the job the wife the kids the you know it was like it was all that for like their gen that was the goal right for their generation so like when you stray from that as a kid sometimes they're like oh they're like maybe you're not doing it right or whatever so they get scared so i understand them but uh well because they saw their parents go through like wartime yeah exactly they're just looking for like a steady thing yeah Yeah, you want to know some shit bro this is some real shit i saw bring speaking of wartime so I, 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 me and my girl just got engaged, right? Mm-hmm. Just got Congratulations. Engaged. Thank, you, thank you, boys. She just got engaged. And so this past week, I was we were back in Baltimore. That's where she's from. And we we're telling her, you know, like celebrating with her family, yada, yada, right? We were just there for a week. And we went and seen her grandmother. Um, Her brother, my girl's brother, is in the Navy. Okay. But he's in the Navy now. Like, you know, it, you know, it's not like there's real, you know what I mean? He's in the Navy. Not that, I'm not shitting on it, but it's like he's in the yeah. Navy now. Like, no, but like, like also, war, but it's also, yeah. I mean, it's on, basically like, a musical now, I think. Yeah, yeah. it is. Oh, yeah, he yeah. showed me the dance number. Um, they're very, I mean, clearly, you know, but uh, neither here nor there. Uh, but that's my boy, Michael. He's in the Navy, right? And, and uh, I, but the grandma is like 90 years old. Like, mm. like she old as fuck. 90 years old. So we go see her and, you know, everybody's hugging her. And then she hasn't seen him in like years. Mm. And she sees him, and he's like, "Hey, surprise! You know, you know, uh, Gammy, I'm here." And bruh, she started crying like a motherfucker, oh. right? And you felt it, but and I realized, oh. like, oh, to her, oh. he's in the navy. Oh uh. shit! He's in, the, and he's back. Oh shit! Uh. So she and so because all she was asking him was navy questions and how all the stuff was, and like I'm putting it together, <laughs> like, 
Oh, in her mind, this nigga is back from fucking yeah, Vietnam, yeah. nigga. Hey, he, he, just, he just went on a cruise. Yeah. Like, that is the reality. He was just on a cruise. Oh, he, was, oh, he, had, oh, he yeah. was like, when he was explaining what he was doing, she was like, oh, oh, like, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's, he's like, we, we, went to, uh, we went to Mexico. We did the Bahamas. And he's like, that's, that's the Navy. Yeah, he was like, we used the lighthouse as a, as a turning point. Like, he's like, yeah, like very interesting. And she's like, oh, no one shot at you. No Nazis, right? I would have given her what she wanted. I'd be like, yo, we were in a dog fight like just tell her something. <laughs> yeah. but bro that was a real moment of like that's true her, her reaction was real like you could see it bro like it's like one of those videos when they're coming home and bro it was for, but it was and it, it did make me think like oh damn because she's 90 something so she's seen she all is. those wars she's yeah. seen yeah she's seen all that shit mm. and she remembers she knows what's going on it wasn't like she's like it's not like she's really out of her mind like she's old like so it's not everything's there like she was talking a lot of shit about tom brady's wife don't know what that was about. <laughs> Don't so, know what that is. So hey, sick. Hey, Gammy Loretta, what's going on there? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been talk, on her mind. She's bro, she was talking mad shit about Tom's Brady's wife. Like, we know what, like, Giselle? Yo, oh, yeah. And, like, I'm saying her name, talking about the divorce, and, like, why she had, like, it was like, yo, what is going on? Like, maybe she has a thing with Tom we don't know about. I, clearly, dude. Uh, That's funny. Yo, but. Like bro, that reaction, bro. That 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 like that that reaction was seeing something for real. Like, damn, okay, like yeah, they had a different. It, and it made me and my girl talk about like, damn, we we haven't really seen what we have not in our lifetime. Ain't nobody seen no real war. Like, yeah. like when your brothers in the military, your or your family members in the military, and you for real, like. Mm-hmm. You're like thinking about it every day, like, damn, is this motherfucker coming back? Yeah. Like, we've never experienced some shit like that. Yeah. So yeah. It, it did. It's when you saw it, I was like, damn, she seemed she like because then my because uh, my girl started telling me about all her family members that died in wars. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, she's seen that shit. She saw motherfuckers leave Obviously. and not come back. Yeah. So that shit was real. That is real. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. We we. It's so nice to not have to deal with it. To be yeah. honest, like no, no not in our lifetime, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. so nice. Like, but I mean, people are dealing with it. Like, you got fucking whatever's going on in Ukraine stuff. But like, it's like, is it real though? Like, all I'm saying, and like from here, from our perspective, like, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing we can do, right? So it's like you're kind of helpless. Like, we have to choose to like whether we want to look at it or not. It's kind of weird. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, have, can, I can put the notifications off and exactly. Not see like, people are like, "Well, Ukraine war times right now." And like, we have the luxury of being like, "Nope, no, change that. <laughs> I don't want to watch that right now." Yeah. You know, like they couldn't do that. NFL playoff time. Yeah, <laughs> we can't have a war. We right got our own wars going yeah. on. Yeah. Also, dude, why did they stop that game? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a, an important game. What are you talking about? <laughs> I saw that tweet, dude. I was like, what the fuck? He was still on the field when he tweeted that. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, he did. That's crazy talk. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's the thing. There's always something. There's always something going on. We were talking about this yesterday. It's like. Every everything new takes precedent now. Yeah. It's like you can have the most important shit going on, like whether it's a war in Ukraine or whether it's fucking whatever it is. But if something new comes up, it doesn't matter what it is. It's something new, something with Kanye, something whatever it is that takes precedent. Now now it's that. Like we can't uh, we can't be thinking about ten things. It's like give us one thing at a time, right? So it's like news comes in, and it's like the new thing. It's like oh boom 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 for like two weeks, yeah. and then the next thing, right? And meanwhile, people are still fucking. Dying in Iran and Ukraine, yeah. but we're like, yeah, but that's that was two weeks ago. Yeah, we're like, what's up now? You know, yeah. it's constantly we're getting bombarded by uh by new new shit. Yeah, but it ain't really nothing you can. It ain't nothing you can really do. There's nothing you can really do. Like, I, so I don't even be thinking about that shit. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> if I'm being all the way no, honest, same. With it, not all some fucked up shit, but it's just like that's what. Yeah, that's uh, what the best saying. thing we can do is what we do is uh, try and amaze people, try and yeah, make, make people, people laugh. laugh. Like, exactly. We're, we're trying to we'll, we'll be the good side of the thing that you can watch. I'm not you know? doing that for them. I'm did doing you, that for me. That's right. Same <laughs> 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 did you, did you see the interview with uh, Zelensky Fair. and uh, Letterman? He did that yeah, sit down talk with the president of Ukraine. Do you see that? That's fucked up. Uh-oh. You see, this? I, I, I'm not. You know, what's funny. I don't know anything about. If I'm being 100 with you, I don't know anything about politics. But like, if you like, you know how you said that, and I looked at you like with nothing, mm-hmm. and yep. you just said. If you'd have just said Avatar two, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have stopped talking. Okay, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, like where my like as much as much as you care about that, I, whatever you just said. Like, I don't. I don't but like, what you mean? Like as much as you even I know, know about it, it. Like, bro. I, it, Fair not, enough. I saw Puss in Boots two last night. Oh, how Let was me it? Tell you something. Fucking incredible, boy. Yeah. The, vil- the villain, right? The villain was great. You yeah, I, I saw. I saw clips of the villain. I was yeah, like, oh wow, wolf, this looks right? great. Yeah, the wolf. Oh, but it's, He's it's whistling like, at you the know bar. He's not even the villain though. Whoa! I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say nothing else, but he ain't even the villain. Spoiler! Like, wow. you gotta, it, it was actually like, bro, this is a good ass movie. I was not mad at it, bro. For a kids movie, you're like, bro, this is a fucking good ass movie. How much? Didn't Puss in Boots crush Avatar two? Also, 
The didn't, it, didn't Puss in Boots crush Avatar 2? No, Avatar 2 crushed everything. No, yeah. I, I think like, uh, because Avatar 2, they're talking about how much money they generated, but like they spent a whole bunch of money. Yeah. But if you look at the gap of like how much money was made versus how much oh, money was spent, I think, oh, bro. I think Puss in Boots actually. Bro, bro, this is how much I know about Avatar 2, bro. Let me, let me break down <laughs> how genius James Cameron is. <laughs> this nigga right here. So James Cameron, bro. So Avatar 2 is cost $1.5 billion to make. Yeah. They finally just crossed that threshold. So now they're actually making games. Right? Well, but y'all don't realize this, bro. He already made Avatar 3. Yeah, he filmed it already. Av- it's done. Right? I know. Ooh, that's I know. He's filming Guys, scenes of the kids av- before they're growing up and that shit. That means and- Avatar 3 is profit. Yeah. You think this nigga's fucking around, bro? You Ooh. think the guy, you think, bro, when I read, I was like, this guy, I wow. thought that, I was like, this fucking yeah. genius. And guess what? Not only is all of Avatar 3 all the way filmed, so Avatar 3 is all the way filmed, he's just got to do CGI and stuff now. So he's going to have to pay for that. Yeah. But that, that won't cost him as much as having to film the whole yeah. And then Avatar 4, he filmed a lot of scenes in it already. That's all he's got to do, so he's got to finish Avatar 4 now and do all of Avatar 5. Well, James Cameron, do not James. die before you finish all this shit. He's got to stay alive now. Oh, yeah. But, bro, oh. I mean, Avatar 2 is incredible. But, bro, when I read that <laughs> shit, it was like, bro, this guy is playing fucking chess. Yeah, like, yeah. are you kidding me? Because, I mean, bro, think about how much money Avatar, this, this one's still going to make. Bro, and how much money it's going to make off, like, when it's out on, you know, whatever streaming service. And this yeah. and the third, it's going to just keep making money, keep making money forever. And then... Avatar three will come out and that's yeah. gonna be just all profit. Yeah, and it's gonna be huge. I think I think the thing that that frightens me about doing that if I was him is like what is gonna change between now and then. Mm. You know what I mean? Because there's like so many things that change, whether it's in a culture or whether it's in technology or whatever it is. There might be some change, and then by the time that comes out, we're going that's fucking lame. Like we've seen this before, bro. You never know. So look, you're the, mm. you. I, I'm gonna say this right now. You're doubting Tom Brady. I'm just saying, if you feel, if <laughs> you're you, okay, you're literally saying like, man, he's old, he's this, he's. Right, I'm saying this. And it's go like, bro, until he's done. He's done. He's in the playoffs. All like, right, you know what? You better not doubt this, man. Go film two specials right now and release one in five years, and we'll see how it does. You, no, that's you know not, what I'm saying. No, that's not the point. My point is, no, you're saying that to me, but would you would, to say that to? I'm like, saying you don't know. We but don't no, know. No, no, I'm saying like to say that to like Bill Burr or somebody. It's like, man, I until he misses. Okay. Because look, uh-huh. look at James Cameron's resume. Aliens. Titanic, That's number one. Aliens yeah. is number one. Yeah. Terminator one. He has, Terminator two. He has three one billion dollar uh, movies. Titanic. Yeah. yeah, Titanic. Avatar one. Avatar two. Those are his six movies that he's made. Bro, until he, it's like he's Jordan, a thousand. It's like Jordan said, he's batting a thousand. Don't until we lose. Don't fucking separate the team. Didn't he make that? Whatever that one, the cave one that goes down in the water and fucking. It's only sure? produced. produced oh, okay. All that other yeah. stuff. I don't know, but he's, mm. he's he. Himself, I thought he had one flop in there. No, he has directed and written six movies, and those are the six. Fuck. I, bro, I do my homework on this shit. This is like hey, Chris, can you this is me? like the only stuff I know. Sure. Yeah, no, that's great. I didn't know that. That's awesome, bro. This, this is James James Cameron, bro. Yes. Res- put some respect on his name, Chris. Oh, we oh we. Uh, <laughs> man, fuck James Cameron. <laughs> I call him Jim. We only fuck shit him. on Steve Irwin around here, okay? James Cameron's fine. Yeah, you guys don't like Steve? No, we love fuck him, Steve Irwin. But, but like not here. <laughs> we have a, we usually have a segment that's like a minute of just like trying to roast Steve Irwin because he's like the a most he's the nicest guy and we love him so much he'll, he'll save great. children right but we're like there's got to be something wrong with him yeah he's dead right yeah yeah thank fuck God good. thank God dude fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> fucked up is this right how fucked up is this <laughs> we're the only people out there doing it we're trying to be groundbreaking you know what else he's not talking about he tried to is. fuck that stingray yeah right? that's what happened yeah the I stingray it. it was self defense come on I heard he said the the n word to it yeah. <laughs> Stingray yeah. We only got one side he, of the story. He, yeah, he went to Epstein's Island. I heard he was on the he was on that list. <laughs> Would y'all go to Epstein's? Uh, yeah, sure. Am I invited? Yeah, I actually, invited? I actually, I don't know if I should be saying this. I know people that have been. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I, 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 I know people blame, that have like partied. I don't blame anyone who's went. Yeah, yeah. but not part. But because like the thing is that people don't understand is that like, uh, he was like the Dan Bilzerian of like the billionaires. This guy. Yeah. He was a party boy, right? He would set up those parties, right? Yeah. But it, all the parties wouldn't be like what you're hearing on the on the thing because he would have literally hundreds of parties a year and, and it was all important people and it was like that circle, that cool, hey, you want to be on the inner circle? This guy throws cool parties yeah. on the beach and whatever, right? But then he got like sneaky with it because like and politicians would come and that was different. But so many people have been to the island. Like, I mean, yeah. every every celebrity. I bet some has of those were just straightforward yeah. going to the exactly. island. Exactly. A lot of that was just partying. Yeah, yeah. like, 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 bro, like, you you one hundred percent didn't know that kids were getting fucked. Also, you exactly. went. You were there to fuck grown women and, yes. and party and do cocaine. Like, exactly, yeah. normal shit. Yeah, 
You exactly. Know what I'm so that 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 is because it's like everybody's like, oh, everybody who went was this. But it's like, no, no, no. You have to hide in plain sight. Yeah. Like breaking bad shit. You gotta you gotta have normal shit going on. And have yeah. Illegal shit. You can't just have illegal. No, no, shit no. Going on. And he would sneak it in. I'm sure. Yeah. He would sneak it in. Be like, you get massaged by a 19 year old, and then you know, next time he comes, she was 18 or she's 17, and then he's filming <laughs> you getting a massage by a 17 year old, and now all of a sudden you're waiting. like, fuck, also, what do he, I do? He's just waiting for you to say like, because I feel like it's like, hey, I'm gonna offer you what you want. You can say no to what you want. Yeah, but the thing like, is, he filmed everything, right? That's because he's smart. Yes. Because he was he was a he got convicted for like. Like trafficking kids and shit and then was still meeting with Bill Gates and stuff afterwards so it's mm. like you gotta be thinking like why are these people still hanging out with him no Bill Gates He's got some dirt on it they were in on it but like I don't think every single celebrity who went I do, I think, I do yeah. think some people were there to straight up fucking party definitely and then some people were there to fuck little kids yeah like, exactly definitely. Though, right? but it's hilarious that they're all in the same they're all grouped up in the same book right so Smart. it's like, it, it's like really, so now we're all like, like <laughs> it funny. makes it hard to catch everybody yeah. though, cause you're gonna interview some people who are generally gonna be like yeah. Bro, I'll tell you what I did there. I was there doing heroin. I was there fucking like, <laughs> yeah. fucking this actress, this actress, and that was yeah. like, what are you talking about? Did you, you know? see uh, Bill Gates when they were at when he was asked about Epstein? Did you ever see that interview? Oh man, it's fucking cringe. He's like, make the two bunny ears. And then you have the <laughs> Sorry. He goes, I guess he goes. <laughs> Just trying to help Derek tie his shoes here. <laughs> yeah, he goes, he goes against the bill. Like the 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 journalist. She goes, um, so like fucking, what do you do? You regret your meetings with uh, Epstein? He's like. Well, you know, um, well, uh, he's well, he's dead now. So, uh, like that was his response. Well, he's dead now. Yeah, but that was his response on TV. He's like, "Well, he's dead now." So, you know, uh, uh, it was fucking Whoa. weird. You ever seen this interview? No. It's very. He's so twitchy and like, let's talk about something else. Like, I'm like, holy fuck, Bill, <laughs> out of all the people. I think, I, yeah, I, I think. Uh, I don't know, but I think every billionaire, you know, yeah, it's all hard, of them. It's hard to be a billionaire. And, James uh, too. Be, you know. Even Jim, Jim, <laughs> even Jim, bro, <laughs> even Jim, dog, even Jim. I, it's hard. It's hard. You know, you the only the only billionaire I trust so far is Mr. Beast. What about Rihanna? No, not even Rihanna. Not even her. I trust Mr. Beast. Yeah, Mr. Uh, all his money goes Beast. Back into his stuff. I, I yeah. like a guy who doesn't sp- like. I was in a Mr. Beast video. Stuff. You were in a Mr. Beast video? Yeah, I did. Um, Beast got talent. We did. Uh, we went out to film it. We, he's in North Carolina. And me and some magic buddies, he did this uh, like Beast Got Talent where we had to like do magic and stuff, and mm-hmm. he would have they would judge me and shit. So did you fun. meet Tark? Uh, one of his guys is a brown guy. One of his like no, I haven't, haven't met Tark. I was I, it was back when like Jake was there and stuff, but I still like we we hung out with him at VidCon. Yeah. Like I still chat with him. He's a I he's sk- a legit <laughs> good dude. He's a good hearted man. I right, skipped yeah, that video. I skipped that video to go to L.A. and make a pilot that went nowhere. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, he's like, I can't make it. I'm, I'm like, like, I gotta go do this uh, cable TV pilot. Damn, uh, that video got 70 trillion views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I can't it made me, dude. I'm a different man now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Made made Chris where he is now, and I'm over here. Nah, it's all right. <laughs> Mr. Beast is the man, bro. Jimmy's yeah, cool. I haven't met him yet, but uh, I met his. I met one of his main guys. Yeah, he's, Jim- he's a comic, and he, he's the man. Sorry. Yeah, Jimmy's a fucking. That's awesome. He's a really, really good dude. Smart, generous, and uh, funny. Actually, funny in like an autistic. Yeah, way. his flavor was good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's got he's got some highbrow humor, and he's uh, like I'll tell you I'll tell you a funny story. We were after we filmed, we went we went bowling, and normally Jimmy's not like a he doesn't he's got a hard time connecting with people like because he's like always in his head thinking about numbers and like what's the next thing and whatnot, right? And so we're there bowling, and we start doing magic and like gathering this crowd and like. We're high five and his stuff, and like his boys kept coming out to me. He's like, "Man, we've never seen Jimmy like this. We've never seen him like this because he's having a genuine good time. He's watching the magic, and like even at the end of the night, I'm like, "Hey, man, take it easy." And I give him a hug and stuff, and like, and people around me are like, "Whoa, he's he gave you a hug?" Like, because like he's not, he's like, he's like a little, little bit autistic, right? You don't touch autistic people, and it's like <laughs> they don't like it. It's like too many senses. Um, but like he's like, yeah. So like he loved that. But then uh, one point in the night, I go I go to the bar uh, to get some beers, and some kids like, "Oh, dude, you Chris Ramsey?" Like, oh, fuck, can I get a picture with you? I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, cool, dude. Take a picture with him, come back, and, uh, you know, feeling good. And Jimmy goes, did that guy just ask for a picture? Uh, he, I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, okay, good. I asked him to. <laughs> I said, you son of a bitch. I'm like, my fucking esteem was so high. Like, you know, and he only, he only did that because a kid wanted a picture with Jimmy. He's like, but first you go ask him for a picture. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's kind of fucked up. I like that. Yeah. That's my kind of guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, hey. Oh, yeah. Shit. That's been an hour with fucking Derek Post. Wait, we didn't get to the bottom of the barrel. You want to get to the bottom of it? Whose barrel? Mm. Who, who, uh, have, any, have either one of you been molested? Yes. <laughs> okay. I've talked about it on podcasts. Yeah, by a doctor. Damn, for real? I was 26. 
Damn, what happened? Yeah, I didn't know. I think you just had gay sex, but <laughs> one of us did. One of us did. No, I I went to I went to a doctor and I was getting a medical. I've never gotten a medical in my life. I don't know what medical entails. I don't know what the steps are. So I got I get a medical. It was to get like some license or whatever. And uh, this doctor, he's he's fucking heavily overweight, just mouth breathing, sitting in a little rolling chair, his guts hanging over his fucking dick. Right, he's just like, <laughs> he's like, all right, come here. And he's like, uh, get undressed, whatever. So I'm like undressed. And he's like holding my hips. He's here. This is weird. And he's doing all this. I'm like, this is uncomfortable. I'm like, I've never had a medical, right? So I'm like, this is a medical. It's fine. Uh, and he's like, all right, lay down in the bed. I'm laying down in the bed completely naked. I feel like I'm being abducted by aliens. It's like a white, you know, paper, the white light. I'm just like, Ugh, what's happening here? And he goes, and he goes, literally, first thing he asked me, he goes, uh, uh, do you have any uh, STDs? And I go, no, right? And I'm, first of all, you're a doctor. You should tell me. But, yeah. but I, was like, I was like, no, I don't think so. And he's like, um, and then he goes, do you have any discharge? And I'm like, what? No. And he goes, all right. And he grabs my dick and he starts doing this to see if there's like discharge. And I'm like, the fuck is <laughs> happening, right? But like, ah, it's a medical. I've never had a medical. I'm like, this must be a medical. I don't give a fuck, right? I'm like, all right, you want to fucking see if I got pus in my cock? I don't care. Do, do your thing, right? He does his thing. And he's like, all right, pants up. I get my pants up, signs my paper, I go home. I don't think about this shit for years, dude. Now, I'm telling this story to a friend for the first time, like years later, where I'm like, I got my paper. I don't care. I was happy, dude. I was happy that day. I got jerked off. I got a paper. I'm good, right? Um, so I, and I start telling this, and I'm go, I go, huh. My, my friends are looking at me like, that's like I'm a, looking at you right that's, now. Yeah, that's not a medical. It's not. And I'm like, what do you mean? Of course it's a medical. Mm-hmm. And then I tell this to my friend, and he goes, wait. Was this the clinic on fucking whatever? I was like, yeah. He's like a fat guy. He's like, yeah. He's like, fucking me too. So we both got me too. We both got me too. Jerked off by the same doctor. Yo. Yeah. So I got my lesson. I got a story. That's pretty good. What yeah, made I'm, you ask that? Question? I'm a survivor. Oh, to the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually what's there. That's always what's yeah. there. Every so time. I'm I'm a survivor. Damn, bro. Yeah, I've never been to lesson, man. Mm. Yeah. Better than everybody. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> Better than yeah. everybody else. What can I say? Undesirable. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. all I can say. Just undesir- <laughs> undesirable <laughs> child. <laughs> he was like, he's like, I was the ugliest kid. No one wanted to touch yeah. me. He's like, it's fine. You, if that's what you got to call a winner, that's what you got to call a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a winner. Well, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm like afraid to go to therapy. I'm like, what if they unlock some <laughs> repressed memories? Maybe I have. I, right now, I don't think so. <laughs> but don't, don't go digging around. Yeah. Cindy, what did you do? <laughs> Yeah, but uh, anyways, shout out to Dr. Parker. Keep doing your thing. Uh, it's fucking, you know what I mean? Oh, can I uh, plug my... Uh, Absolutely. If anybody, we love- if anybody looks stand-up comedy, and uh, I, I do it pretty decently sometimes, uh, you should come see me January 20th uh, at... Oh, no, it's next week, actually. No, you can come see me in Vegas. But come see me do solid comedy, solid comedy show, uh, February 4th and February 17th at Vulcan Gas Company. Hey. Uh, I co-headline it with my boy Hassan Ahmad. Uh, so yeah, come see me. Definitely come we're see it. Linking uh, everything. We're linking yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah go check his check time. his podcast out as well. Spill the beans. Spoil the beans. Spoil the beans. I tell people movies who have never seen a movie. Like like I, I told my boy Men in Black. Uh, I told my girl Training Day. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I told my boy uh, in, in, in Avengers Endgame the other day. Like you go through I the whole movie. Me, yeah, I, no, I don't. That's I cool. Tell them the movie. It's amazing. I do. I bro. I I do every character. I tell them the. It's it's so it's it's just it's fun. If you like movies, bro, it's for you. Uh, And and I do it every week and love to like over three hundred episodes. And I love doing it. So if you love movies, just check it out once and you'll be addicted. Appreciate appreciate coming. Appreciate you coming here. You're fucking hilarious, dude. And we're we're dude. We're rooting for you, honestly. Like, wish you all the success in the world, Derek Poston. Guys, uh, thanks so much for watching. Don't forget to tell three friends. We'll see you. See you. Bottom of the barrel, bottom of the barrel, bottom of the barrel, bottom of the barrel, the barrel is only small. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.